Mike, I have a riddle for you. When is an accident not an accident? When it's an intentional action? God, you are so smart. Maybe you're just really bad at coming up with riddles. Look, I'm not some sort of ungenious script writing machine. I have feelings. And you do sound a little under the weather, so I imagine maybe your uh, riddle senses have been harmed. Yeah, that's a side effect of uh, cold medicine. (laughs) Today's topic is the crash at Crush, a publicity stunt that took place in Texas on September 15th, 1896. What sort of stunt, you say? Well, two uncrewed locomotives were crashed into each other head-on at high speed. <sighs> That's quite the idea. Just uh, go buy some promoted tweets or something. No need to smash trains together. As we go on, I think we'll see that that would have been a much, much better idea. Just invent Twitter in 1896. And then buy ads on it. Would have been way less deadly. Foreshadowing. (laughs) Let's meet our main character in the story, one William George Crush, who was the general passenger agent of the Missouri-Kansas-Texas Railroad. Guess where they operated? Chicago? No? I don't know geography. So Crush had an idea for an event that would attract people to learn more about the railroad and help spread its name. The Missouri-Kansas-Texas Railroad, often shortened to Katy. Missouri really kind of loses out in that one, I feel like. But Yeah, you could have done Miss Katy and like had it in there. But oh, that's didn't. good. That's good, actually. Uh, it, but anyway, Katy had been in Texas for almost 20 years at this point, opening a line between the cities of Dallas and Houston in the 1880s. In the years since, the Katy had upgraded to larger, more powerful locomotives, capable of pulling more cars for longer distances, And this meant that a bunch of older 30-ton steam engines had been sitting collecting dust and sidings in railhouses. A few months before the event in Texas, a locomotive crash had been staged by the Columbus and Hocking Valley Railroad at Buckeye Park near Lancaster, Ohio. The park had been built and was owned by the railroad to entice residents of the nearby city of Columbus to take the train on a weekend adventure. The crash was set up to mark the opening of the park. I would like to take a pause at this moment to ask the question of why would you try or why would you think that the way that you entice people to ride the railroad is to show them what happens when the trains crash? (laughs) I don't really know what the link is there, but. I hadn't really thought of that. That's that's a good point. <laughs> but it was a huge success. I mean, who doesn't love watching trains crash? You go to YouTube, there's tons of videos. There's a reason things like dash cam footage, hugely popular. So some 20,000 people came to Lancaster for the day of the free event. The railway made a killing on people taking the train to and from. Fun festivities. It's family fun. I don't know if it is. Uh, In Texas, Crush had heard of the event and thought it could work for the Katie. Plus, obviously, fantastic name. So why would you not do it? If your name's Crush, you need to crash trains. And uh, Crush's bosses agreed and let him plan an event of his own. So he picked a spot way out in the middle of nowhere and named it after himself. And so it was, Crush, Texas. It would be a temporary stop on the line for the big event. Wait a minute. (laughs) Can you just name places after yourself apparently (laughs) apparently he did i guess it was was different back then uh so we're gonna get into what happened just after this short break this episode of ungenious is brought to you by pictorial from relay fm 
you like this show, there's a good chance you like pictorial because we all love art and expression in some form or another. Some people show their creativity by planning events to crash trains together. Others enjoy more sophisticated things like art. And learning the history behind the most influential art or the art behind video games doesn't just belong in expensive classrooms or museums. Join host Quinn Rose and Betty Chen as they talk about the most interesting parts of art history. Neither of them went to art school. They didn't drop out of art school like I did. Uh, but they're still breaking down the elitism surrounding art. It's a, it's a snooty world out there, and they're there to break it down. They share what they're learning about art every other Tuesday here on Relay FM. So uh, go check it out. Go start with episode 26. It's on flag design in North America. Super fascinating. Or maybe episode 15, the most famous stolen artifacts in the British Museum. <clears throat> There's a lot of those, Stephen. Yeah. yeah it's, it's awkward. You can find Pictorial to listen and learn yourself at relay.fm slash pictorial or search for Pictorial wherever you get your shows. Like in Ohio, the Texas folks made the event free, charging for the ride out to the site. The price was $2, is equivalent to about $40 in today's money, for a round-trip ticket from anywhere in the state. This is a big hit. Wow. 40 Texas is huge. Texas is huge. <laughs> so huge that they had 40,000 people wow. come to watch this train crash. At Crush, two large water wells were drilled, and a circus tent that had been borrowed from the Ringling Brothers was set up, as well as a grandstand in three stages for announcers, journalists, and more. Attractions from Chicago's Midway were also present, including games, lemonade and cigar vendors, and more. Um, I was intrigued when, when reading through this, if that's the same vendor. Mm. Get your lemonade and cigars here. <laughs> well, you got to cool your mouth back down. The two sacrificial locomotives, numbers 999 and 1001. I'm very curious to what happened to locomotive 1000. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it lost out to 999, right? They did like a practice crash. Maybe. So they were placed on a straight four-mile segment of track that was separate from the main line. Obviously, you don't want to do this on the, the line that has to get everybody home. Mm-hmm. Each end of the track was built on a low hill, and the trains would roll toward each other in the middle. Each train pulled six boxcars behind it, all chained together so they didn't come apart after the crash. Rail line engineers assured Crush that the boilers on the steam engines would not explode on impact, saying that they had been built to withstand massive impact. Foreshadowing. Crush insisted that restricting the general public to a minimum of 200 yards away from the track would keep everybody safe, but he allowed members of the press to be within 100 yards. Maybe he didn't like newspaper reporters. Who cares about the press? They (laughs) take their own risks. Fake news. The event was delayed while police struggled to keep the large crowd back behind those lines. At 5 p.m., the stage was set, and the two trains were pulled nose-to-nose for a photo, then backed up the two miles to their respective starting points. There, engineers and crew aboard each train opened the throttles and jumped off the rolling trains. As the two thundered toward each other on the four-mile track, reports say that the noise grew louder and louder. They each reached an estimated 45 miles an hour, even though some witnesses say they were traveling much faster at impact. The crash was monumental as the two locomotives exploded 
just after impact. Debris was thrown hundreds of feet into the air, raining down on the crowd, killing two people and injuring at least six more. Clearly the advice about the boilers being able to take the impact was incorrect. Yes, I think we all knew that was going to be the case. Crush was immediately fired, and the story made headlines around the country, but he was rehired the next day and actually worked at the rail line until he retired decades later. I don't understand what happened there. Being canceled wasn't as serious in 1896. (laughs) I guess so. If they only would have (laughs) invented Twitter, we've been over this already. I know. (laughs) The KT Railway settled several lawsuits over the event, including a reward of $10,000 to a photographer from Waco who had lost an eye in the explosion. He should have been 200 yards back. I know. (laughs) It's about 195 grand in today's money. Doesn't seem like enough, really. Not for, no, you're a photographer. Not for an eye. No. Not for an eye. If anything, we've learned he should have gotten Crush's eye, right? Eye for an eye. I guess that's the way that's supposed to work. Anyway, despite the disaster, wow. the event did bring the company international recognition. In fact, the logic of these events continues to astound me. For years after this, other rail companies around the world would set up similar events. It's like, you saw what could go wrong, and they did it anyways. Today, the site sits near the town of West in Texas, about 20 miles from Waco. The town was home to another fatal explosion, this time in 2013, but that is obviously a story for a different time. I've been to West Texas. Oh. It's not in the western part of the state. It's very confusing. Oh, that's good then, isn't it? I have a just a question about this. Sure. I don't understand why they're crushing trains. Like, this seems like a really expensive... Thing. Do they not? Do these train companies not need the trains? Like I don't. Well, they upgraded, so they didn't need the. Fancy... So they just crashed them into each other. Is that the only way to? Well, just two of them. I'm sure they had others. There's train 1000 floating around somewhere. Two two trains. It seems like a lot. Anyway, I don't know. I guess yeah. If they're up to a thousand trains, then what do they care about crashing two of them? I guess so. I like to thank Thomas for sending this in. If you want to read more about the crash at Crush, it's very hard to say. Head on over to our website at relay.fm slash ungenius slash 127. There you can send us an email with your own favorite story over on Wikipedia. You can find us on Twitter. The show is at ungenius. Mike is there as I-M-Y-K-E. And you can follow me on Twitter as I-S-M-H. And until our next promotional event, Mike, say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye, y'all.